Hello and welcome to another episode of Improper Football. My name is Mark. And I am Biz, coming to you again from across the pond. And uh, with, a, with a nice half of Britain's finest bitter. So, uh, so cheers. Cheers to that. Only 11.30, 12 o'clock your time. <laughs> just getting on your second Don't tell today. anyone. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's been a while since our last episode. Uh, lots of it has. changing, lots of Oof. moving, lots of traveling. It's kind of like that, that time of year to get moving around. And speaking yeah. of people moving around, holy <laughs> crap, what has happened over the past couple of weeks. We don't have but, enough time uh, to be able to talk about everything, no. but we're certainly going to hit the big ones. Uh, no. Let's talk about the biggest uh, one. I mean, I, uh, before we get started, I'm going to start. I mean, this offseason has been insane. Like, I, I've never known an offseason like it with so many crazy moves. But yeah, let's, let's get to it. Let's get to it. The biggest story, undoubtedly, uh, since, uh, since the last time that we met, is without a doubt the Deshaun Watson trade and signing. Uh, not just because of the monumental amount of capital that the Browns gave for Deshaun Watson, not just because of the massive contracts that's causing ripples through how teams can resign their quarterbacks as well, but also because of the, the implications that can happen to the organization based off of all of the stuff that's going on with Deshaun Watson. It's just kind of hard to be able to figure out where to start with this. What do you think? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a bit like a minefield. It's like it, it's everything all rolled into one. It's the, the money for a start just blew every other contract out of the water and, it, and, yeah. and it, obviously people have talked about how it's going to change the quarterback market forever I, I do think it, it the money was slightly ridiculous um, but they really wanted him so you know sometimes you have to pay way over the odds to get the person you want I, I'm I it's clear that obviously Deshaun Watson initially didn't want to go there but obviously they something happened and obviously it was money and Deshaun Moss is now going to be Cleveland quarterback. Look, obviously, the, the elephant in the room is still the ongoing lawsuits. The civil cases. In the lawsuit. the civil cases. Um, and, you know, we just don't have enough time to kind of get into that. I mean, we have talked about it before. I think our last episode, you read a tweet that yeah. perfectly sums it up. You know, Calvin Ridley gets suspended for a year. Deshaun Watson has now got a $230 million contract for five years. That's that's kind of enough said on that. Um, that said, as a quarterback, you know, the NFL is a, you know, they don't really care about the off-the-field stuff. It's a win-now league. They've got a quarterback that can make them win now. And, you know, the, the rest kind of remains to be seen. I mean, obviously, the NFL still may suspend him, and Cleveland are obviously okay with the NFL perhaps suspending him for maybe six, eight games, um, what, whatever it will be. Um, and Cleveland's prepared to take that chance. So, yeah, just a huge sort of bombshell. Yeah, take it away. What are your thoughts on this? So my thoughts are the exact same. And I think this is the echoing concept going across the NFL, which is, yes, everything that he's done warrants an extremely long conversation. Um, I think both of our perspectives are fairly, fairly well cataloged at this point on how we feel about this. If... if in any way, shape, or form, he is guilty of any of this. Uh, he should be he should be held accountable. Uh, but that being case, uh, that being said, uh, right now we're going through the process of that, and teams are trying to win football games without him. So let's talk about the mm. football aspects of it right yeah. now. Sure. Uh, as far as the contract is concerned, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, DaCosta. 
uh, from the Ravens, their general manager, put out saying that this is unfortunate that this yes. contract came out when it is because this is going to make re signing yeah. Lamar Jackson difficult. Yeah. Uh, you're now seeing a precedent of a fully guaranteed five year, $230 million contract where something like this had never been done. The closest thing that we had had are these like one year extensions for Kirk Cousins that have been fully right. guaranteed, or we've seen like the nearly fully guaranteed from him as well. But well, this I, is fully guaranteed. Well, and, the, and I believe this is, is it like 70 or 80 million over the previous largest ever contract? Yeah, it, it, it's that much over the previous largest contract before. Yeah. Uh, and because no, none of these contracts, not even Pat Mahomes' contract was fully guaranteed. No. But no. the big no. thing that this is going to show is the Browns knew who they were. The Browns knew what they were. And the Browns know the stigma that's been over that team for a long period of time. The Browns have an amazing roster, even after losing Odell Beckham Jr. and after losing Jarvis Landry. They've reloaded that with Amari yeah. Cooper. Well, and the rest yeah. of their that's lineup looks absolutely amazing. It's stacked. And you're always just questioning, is Baker Mayfield going to be the guy? I've said on record before, I would not mind if the... Actually, I don't think I've said on record here because uh, on this platform because we haven't had a conversation since this trade happened. I would be perfectly yes. fine if the Seahawks through like a fourth or fifth round pick to try to get Baker Mayfield take on his contract and just take a fly on him for a year. Why but not? Well, he's obviously going to be better than Drew Locke. So, so. Yeah, he's going to be better or, than Or Drew any Locke. other, yeah. But the Browns knew that they've been in this like consistent loop of not having a great superstar, all-time great quarterback at their yes. disposal since really Bernie Kosar was on that team. Right. And when they found out that... Deshaun was not considering them. I think Cleveland mm. looked at the fact and they're like, okay, we're the Cleveland Browns. It is going to be harder for us. We are not in a southern area. We're not where his family is. Right. It's worse weather. Yes. But we have a team that can win now. And if it yeah. means that we have to put our soul on the line, and if it means that we have to put our money where our mouth is, we have to do this for the sake of trying to compete. They have a, a very good coach in Kevin Stefanski. And uh, their their general manager is it? I can't remember if it's Barry or Brown. I think it's Barry. Mm. Has been very very aggressive uh, since he's been there. Um, is and, Kevin Stefanski a really a good coach though? Or, I, I mean, he's been to able to the make jury's this, still out. I would say, a little so bit. I don't think the jury's still out on Kevin Stefanski. He took the Browns to their first playoff win in God knows how long, and. With a quarterback that had a torn labrum, he was able to get them to as many wins as they got this past season. Well, um, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's, he's not a bad coach. I, whether, we, whether he's, yeah, I, I do think he's a good coach. I, I guess I was just sort of playing devil's advocate because I'm kind of like, Sure. Um, and, and I'm not calling him one of the top five. I'm not, I'm not even sure if he's going to be a top 10, but he's an above-average coach in the league, I would say. I, I agree with everything you said. I think Cleveland were like, if we want to get him, we have to go above and beyond because he is, he is from the South, and it's understandable why those other three teams were supposedly his fav favorite destinations. But um, you're right. I mean, their roster is stacked, and if it, if it all clicks, they, they, they could be division winner next year. But again, there's always something that is Cleveland, so you just never know. 
and and I think that's what they recognized with the whole we're the Cleveland Browns and something's going to go wrong to make this work. Now, is it going to be that Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended for the next three years based on what he done? Likely not based on what the NFL's track record is going to be. It's I, it, it may be six uh, six games like before. They may decide, you know what, this has been so high profile. It's been so drug on. We're going to give this an entire half year or year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think that the NFL is going to find a way to be able to find him more than just what his game salary is going to be because it's been widely talked about that what the Browns did for his first year is lower his base salary to $1 million. So that yeah. He doesn't have to worry about that. I think the NFL is going to come to the average for the length of the check um, right. to be able to go after him, and that's going to get fought too. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah, well, that was a good segue to... You know, our next topic, which obviously with Deshaun Watson going there, what does the future hold for Baker Mayfield? I mean, he's still technically on their roster, but I think it's safe to say he will not be on their roster come September. Um, But yeah, um, I I mean, I do actually feel a bit sorry for Baker Mayfield, being honest. Um, I, I sort of think he deserved another year. But then the flip side is, well, if a team can get Deshaun Watson, I also don't necessarily blame Cleveland going after Deshaun Watson. If you're asking me in a vacuum, who's the better quarterback? It's Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's um, uh, and so, but I hope, I actually do hope Baker Mayfield gets a starting job next year. I hope that he, uh, you know, is on a roster somewhere and starting in the NFL. I do too. Um, I think it's unfortunate that the year after he led the Browns to their best moments over the previous 30 years and taking them to a playoff win over the Steelers is when he has that injury to his shoulder. And it's one of those situations where you just don't know how he's going to recover from it. Um, A lot. Apparently he butt heads a lot with members of the Browns staff. uh, And that's one of the reasons why they're just like, you know what? I understand this, but we have to, we're going to elevate the position everywhere. That being the case, I'm not sure where there's going to be a place for Baker Mayfield to be able to go. If you look at the whole league, Well, There's the Colts really, obviously got Matt Ryan, yeah, and we'll they've talk got about Matt that Ryan. next. Yeah. Uh, and then the Falcons immediately picked up Mariota. Um, and there's also another quarterback out there that you may be able to get in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, the right. 49ers have already stated that, like, this is going to be Trey Lance's year. Yeah. He's going to be the starter. Although they have said that we're not going to cut him or give him away, f- give Garoppolo away for a song. Right. They're comfortable they said having him on their stay. roster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a really it's a really tricky one. I mean, you're right. There aren't that many teams left for Baker Mayfield, um, but I I have a feeling he will be he will be starting somewhere in September. Um, but the other thing, though, I do feel so. I mean, I, I I read about this that you know Baker Mayfield hasn't had a lot of stability and continuity. Um, in terms of coaching, in terms of quarterback coaches. I mean, and that's something, again, that I feel sorry for, that he, you know, he hasn't had the same team for five years. He's gone from one head coach to another, and yet, Kevin Stefanski's been there the last couple of years. But still, um, you know, I, I still think he can be a good quarterback. Well, he's shown it with the Browns, like, two years ago, that if you put the pieces around him, and he's, he's a kind of better-than-average game manager, then, you know, uh, you, you, can, you can get a winning team out. Yeah, I completely agree with that. 
Uh, I think that if you put him on a team that has the pieces in place where you just need somebody to, to be able to get the ball to the right spot, uh, he can yeah. succeed there as long as all the pieces are around him. I think yeah. that he could be able to succeed in a team like potentially like the Tennessee Titans where the rest of the lineup, like people are talking about Ryan Tannehill. Is he the guy long-term for them there? A lot of people are thinking that the Titans may draft a quarterback to eventually replace Tannehill. I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting one because I don't, I, to me, they're a wash. I mean, is Baker Mayfield better than Ryan Tannehill? I, I don't actually necessarily think so. I mean, maybe, but not by that much. They're different. They're I, different. They're different because Ryan Tannehill's been there for a while. You know, yes. again, continuity. And he's, a, system, he's so. a he's a different type of athlete than than yes. field is. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that he gets a starting job in September. There's really only a couple of places he could realistically end up. I mentioned before that the Seahawks could take a fly on him. As sad as it is for me to say, it seems like they're excited for some reason or another about Drew Locke. And my thought process on that is they may be excited Hard. about the fact that he's. Uh, that true lock will lead them to the first overall pick the following year, which I guess I would be excited. For. Oh, well, that's just a typical convoluted <laughs> NFL, NFL kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have to say, this must be a first that the, the words excited and drew lock came in the same sentence. Uh, so yeah, I do that. Didn't I? <laughs> but on that same subject, uh, on the subject of places he could go, um, it's clear that the Texans don't want him or else he would have been part of that trade. Um, so That's the true. Texans That's are true. out of that. I think they're looking towards Davis Mills and seeing what he can do in season yeah. number two. Uh, there have been the rumors that the Steelers are waiting, are just yeah. waiting for the Browns yes. to release him so that yes. they can sign him for the minimum. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, and, and I have to say, I, it's something that I could half see happening. Um, in terms of just obviously the rivalry, and I think the Steelers would love for Baker Mayfield to come. Sure, but remember that he's that Baker Mayfield. We've already talked about just in this podcast today that he does well when he's got pieces around him. Who is on that offense? Who is on that roster? Is it just Deontay Johnson and their and uh, Pat Fryermuth, their tight end? Uh, they're a number two receiver and a tight end. That's what they've got on their offense. They don't even have a really good offensive line anymore. The Steelers' offense is significantly worse than where it was before. Yeah, I just don't necessarily think that the the Steelers are going to be a place for Baker to be able to succeed because they just don't have the right pieces in place to allow a game manager to be able to be there. Yeah, so on that note, um, obviously some other big moves. Um, first, Matt Ryan. And, you know, to me, Matt Ryan's obviously going to the Colts um, for a third-round pick. Just a third-round pick. Just a third-round pick. And Marcus Mariota is going, in the, going from uh, the Raiders to uh, the Falcons. Well, he um, was a free agent. Well, oh, okay, right. He was a free agent. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but Matt Ryan, I mean, I, I, was, I was very surprised by this. You know, he was the first-round pick in 2007. And he just left with kind of no ceremony, and he, he's arguably their best ever quarterback. Yeah. Um, led them to a Super Bowl. We all know what happened in that Super Bowl. Mm. I, I do wonder if he's... I, he hasn't done anything the last couple of years, so uh, I, I wonder how much he's got left in the tank. That said, it doesn't take much to be better than Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> so he doesn't have huge shoes to fill. So he... And I think He's he's very accurate. He's he can he can throw 
Um, so I think the Colts got a good, they got a good replacement, so to speak. Mariota going to the Falcons, it remains to be seen. I feel Mariota has never really been given a chance to succeed sort of anywhere. And he's shown flashes of really good play at various times. Um, maybe this is his chance to be like, okay, now this is my team and I'm going to put my stamp on it. So, Yeah, I, I actually feel the exact same way. Uh, Mariota going to the Falcons. Uh, I think that's that, that's kind of a fair second shot for Mariota. Uh, he had some success in Tennessee, led them to the playoffs once. Uh, and then after being upended after an injury and Ryan Tannicle, Hill comes in and just does a much better job. The the Titans move off from him and he decides yeah. to just learn a little bit while going yeah. behind Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. And we see so many instances of these quarterbacks that get their their shot to just sit back for a while and learn and observe. And then so many times they just don't get another shot after that to start because at some point the league gets crowded with starting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I am actually really, really excited to see what happens with Mariota now that he's had a lot more time to just absorb, to just kind of be there. Yeah, now. and learn. Yeah. And learn. And and he's now going to be a grizzled veteran. Uh, he was drafted in 2015. Yeah. I was going to so say, he's so a he seven-year veteran now. 28, maybe now? 27, 28, 29? Yeah, he's going to be yeah. in that later part there. He's going to be... Yeah. He, he's going to not hold anything back at this point uh, as far as, yeah. like, this is what I'm capable of. Now, I don't think he's going to force anything. I think he's got patience now, and we'll see that if he actually does that in the league. He's yeah. on a much worse team than he's ever been. He doesn't really have a running back. He's got a gadget player in Cordero Patterson who had a breakout year this past year, and I certainly hope he does well. But that offense for the Falcons just needs to completely rebuild, especially if yes. they don't have Calvin Ridley. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, I mean, and maybe it is a rebuilding thing. Maybe, maybe it is, you know, they're losing Matt Ryan. Maybe it is, like, okay, well, Mariota, give him a year and see what happens. Um, but, yeah, um, I... And actually, to be honest, I think Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Colts. Obviously, we we know how good they are from last year. I mean, in Their terms whole of offense, is stacked with a lot of right. And you talk, we just talked about the Browns. I see a similar sort of traje- trajectory yeah. with the Colts. They have everything in place, um, and all it just needs is a quarterback to not be Carson Wentz, and they probably get the playoffs. <laughs> so, so yeah, Matt Ryan is salivating at the option of handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor, um, yeah. knowing who, that he's got would. a defense with such great front seven players. Mm. Uh, and they just added Yannick Ngakwe uh, from yeah. their Raiders to be able to help add even more to that front yeah. seven as well. Yeah. yeah. I think he's just really, really looking forward to that. Uh, I don't know how much more proactive they're going to be throughout the rest of this free agency, and I think they're going to add depth in the draft. Uh, although yeah. they certainly could be adding a couple of more big skill level positions there. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see yeah. how the Mariota to Kyle Pitts or Cordero Patterson uh, story is going to go. Yeah. On. But he um, can, he can scramble Mariota. People forget that. Oh, he, yeah, can run. he can scramble. And that's, he he's a dual threat. He's a dual threat. So, yeah. yeah. So we have one more quarterback to talk about before we move on to a couple of other guys. And it's not a move or anything like that, but it's the extension for Matt Stafford which 
at the time, uh, this extension seemed like it was a pretty good one for Stafford, which was a four-year, $160 million contract. And the I bet Rams... now he's thinking, why didn't I wait? Yeah, why didn't I wait? <laughs> I could have had the whole thing guaranteed. Dang it, yeah. Deshaun Watson. Uh, but no, uh, Stafford, this is an extension that is absolutely deserved. Uh, the Rams have never shied away from giving big contracts to the players that they believe uh makes their team their team uh even if you look at the contract and like can they do that with everybody else that they've paid and they somehow find a way and it's yeah. led them to one super bowl and i don't doubt that they'll have more opportunities right. uh, but this and is just good stability for a good organization it, yeah i couldn't put it as much as i hate i hate to say that um yeah you're right it's continuity it's stability if it ain't broke, don't fix it why would you get rid of Matthew Stafford, or, or not even get rid, but why would you change anything? I mean, he just led you to a Super Bowl. He's he's a very, very good quarterback. He's in that top echelon of quarterbacks in the league. Yep. Obviously, we've seen other quarterbacks, like, who are you going to get? Like, you're not going to get anyone that's better than him on the open market. So, he he, he knows he's now been in the system for a year, so there's, there, you know, he could be better next year. He should be better next year in terms of knowing the system. And they have all the pieces still in place. That, you know, they could be trying for another Super Bowl run with him at the helm. So, uh, yeah, it, it's good business for the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I think so too. And if you look across their entire uh, their entire team, there are not a lot of holes that they have to fill for next season. A lot of people are still wondering what's going to go on with Odell Beckham Jr. I yeah. think that they're going to wait until midseason to re-sign him because you don't get a lot out of him for that ACL tear that happened. Um, they'll like so you, Go ahead. Yeah. You think that they're, they're going to wait and then just because I, I agree, I think they're going to resign him. And why would he want to go somewhere else? Yep. You know, I, I think Odell has found his place. I think he found in a location that he wants to work alongside another star, and he has that in Cooper Cup. And he wants to be able to get the ball. And Stafford showed that, hey, I can have Cooper Cup and also give you a lot of touchdowns. And he proved that he could do that, and he gave him his Super Bowl moment. And I think he's going to look at that and say, you know what? I've been making a lot of money. I'm going to make a lot more money because this team takes care of its stars. And they've said that they want to. From a business perspective, it doesn't make sense for the Rams to give money to a player that has the ACL tear. But Odell's where he wants to be. He's in Hollywood. Um, right. They did just give money to Allen Robinson. But they also traded away uh, Robert Woods. So that's another contract off the books there. I think he'll be back with the team. I think he's just going to be a later wait, and he'll he he's going to lose money for the first part of the season if I he wants to stay with that team. But I think the long term, he's going to want to be part of that organization. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. So those are the quarterbacks. Um, they are indeed. Interestingly enough, the quarterbacks have not been the biggest move in the NFL the past few Absolutely weeks. Absolutely not. We got the Watson. Yeah. Let's talk the about the first one first uh, okay. because. Like th this, the order of when these two wide receiver trades happened just goes to show like what would have happened, what could have happened if things hadn't changed. So yes. of course the two trades we're talking about are Devonte Adams and Tyree Kill, and we're going to start with Devonte Adams because it was such a shocker. Um, but the Devonte Adams directly led into the Tyree Kill one, and let's just go into like what led to this. Um, Devonte Adams needed to get paid. Yeah, absolutely needed to get paid. And when they extended Aaron Rodgers, the ability for them to build around 
went down a lot less because they had to dedicate that price to their quarterback. Um, Devontae Adams, they tried to go ahead and still sign him and make him the highest wide re- paid wide receiver of all time on their team. Um, and I don't know what type of like void years they were looking to add to be able to like lessen the contract uh, impact this season. But Devontae Adams just said, I'm not playing here again. I'm not playing on the tag and I'm not signing this contract. I, I mean, I, I don't know this. Do we know what type of contract Green Bay offered Devontae? They offered him a bigger contract than what he got in California. Now, there's a little bit of like fuzziness with that because in, not California, in Vegas. No, in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> so there's LA, no LA income tax um, in the state of Nevada. So technically, the numbers that Green Bay offered him were higher because they accounted for the tax. Uh, so okay. I think it was something along like a five year, 150 or 155 million dollar contract. But Devontae Adams is going to take home more overall cash by going with his four-year $141.25 million contract because there's no tax that's associated with it in Nevada. Okay. Um, so I guess, so why, why didn't he... I mean, this is interesting because so, I, I didn't know that they, offered, they actually offered him more than... Yeah. But that makes sense if Nevada doesn't have any state income. Well, so it's then why, more didn't, than why ju- didn't he sign? There were a couple of reasons why. Um, He has been a lifelong Raiders fan. Uh, He essentially told them, I want to play here. This is the only team I'm going to play with. And he played with Derek Carr. And he played with Derek Carr in college. Like, it's kind of crazy that the only two long-term starting quarterbacks he's going to be working with throughout the course of his career are going to be just two people, Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, from college all the way through there. And if the Raiders are smart, they're going to build around – uh, Derek Carr's to be able to keep Devontae Adams happy, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He's he's a very good quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I personally think he made well. In fairness, it remains to be seen. I mean, he could be he could be an absolute stud in Vegas. Um, yeah. And you know they do have other weapons as well. They've got a very good team. They but um, you know, your I, favorite wide, I, wide receiver in Hunter Renfro is going to be with Devontae <laughs> Adams. <laughs> He will be my first pick in next year's fantasy draft, people. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Um, so, <laughs> um, but you're not that 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 partnership, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. That takes a lot of time to build, and I just don't think he's going to be as explosive and as good, you know. Because I think a lot of it's not just okay. He's a great wide receiver. It's the wide receiver quarterback that that's all about timing and working at things, working on routes and various How long things. is it going to take for him to be able to get the timing back with his old quarterback? Yeah, but uh, I mean, that was a long time ago and the system's different. And I'm not saying it, it can't work. I'm just skeptical that he's going to be as good as he was in Green Bay. That's me personally. I, so what, and I you're get, not you know, saying the Raiders are making the Super Bowl next season is what you're saying? <laughs> uh, no. No. You heard that here first, too. Take that, Raiders fans. Please don't tell me you think they have a... Uh, the, and in fairness, no. I think they're going to be good. I mean, they were good last year. And I think they've improved. I mean, obviously, anytime you get Devontae Adams, that's going to improve your team. Yeah. But um, I personally think he should have stayed in Green Bay. But I'm also not going to begrudge him again. We always say this, you know, you get your money. I mean, if, someone's, if he feels he's going to get paid more through this contract, then, I, you know, go where you want to go. If he wanted to go to the Raiders, go for it. Um, the Packers gave up a first round pick and a second round pick to be able to get 
or sorry, sorry, the Raiders gave the Packers a first round pick and a second yeah. round pick to be able to and acquire I... him. Um, this does mean that the Packers are going to have, I think it's the 29th and 30th picks in the draft. They're going to have two very, very late two, picks, and I think they're back to back as well. But in a draft that's as loaded at the wide receiver spot as it is, they may just take two wide receivers in the first round and say, hey, Aaron Rodgers, this is to make up for all the times we didn't give you an offensive player. Uh, um, well, yeah, there were many years with that. So let's segue into the Tyree Kill one for just a second, because I think the conversation about what this is doing, uh, what all of these moves are doing actually is the bigger picture. Uh, Tyree Kill suddenly found his way out of Kansas City because of the Devontae Adams trade. Uh, the, the Chiefs were prepared to make Tyree Kill the highest paid wide receiver of all time. But then when Devontae Adams signed... And his contract was a five-year, $141 million contract. The Chiefs were like, we can't put that on the books. That's not a, that's something we can't do with the guaranteed money, with the length of the contract, with the size of the contract. We just paid Pat Mahomes. This is something we can't do. And Tyree Kill essentially said, I want more than him. And the Chiefs essentially said, all right, we'll let you explore trade. And within the matter of hours, he was off to the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, again, I, I, this just makes no sense to me. I mean, I, I this was just an absolute like when I heard it, I, I actually thought it was a bit of a joke because I was like, no, this can't be right. I mean, I, what, there's so many on so many levels. It's like, why were the Chiefs? Why were the Chiefs not prepared to, to sort of break the bank for Tyree Kill? He is their best wide receiver. He is one of the most explosive players in the league. And he's also that, along with Travis Kelsey, that, that kind of partnership. They made the Chiefs the most explosive team in the league. And then now, we talked about this over the last couple of episodes, how difficult that division is now. And, and it, just, it just made Kansas City weaker. Like They're not as good with, without Tyreek Hill. Um, and yeah, they've got, what, first, a second, two fourths, and a six. But to me, I mean, we've said this before, but draft picks are like it's, it's it's sort of like cryptocurrency it's like you you don't it's it's great you can say oh well, like they got all these picks but those picks only work if the players you get are good so all those picks could be absolutely rubbish and then absolutely. and then you gave away one one of the best wide receivers in the league um the flip side is for tyreek hill i'm also like what are you doing because i'm sorry he may go into obscurity I, this reminds me slightly of when randy moss went to the raiders after Minnesota, and he was kind of in purgatory for like two years, and then he goes to the Patriots, and and I'm, I'm you know, I'm not saying, but I'm just like you know, Tua Tua is a, an above average quarterback, but it still remains to be said, I mean, no one's going to put him on the same level as Pat Mahomes, um, and you know, Tyreek Hill is now going to have Tua thrown to him, and you know, maybe he'll be amazing. I can't see it, so I mean, that's kind of what I think. Yeah, it's going to be hard to be able to see what both of those teams are going to look like. Um, Pat Mahomes has always had that speedy threat to show off the rocket arm, and Tua doesn't really throw the ball down the field that much. So it's really hard to see what's going to be the future with both of those organizations. We're really not going to know until we start seeing it on the field. Um, Again, I think what was going on was the Chiefs were prepared for a shorter contract with Tyreek Hill because at some point 
the money that they have to start giving to Pat Mahomes based off of his 10-year contract, his 12-year contract, yes. uh, it's going to start ballooning at some point in the next couple of years. And I think that they were preparing for life without Tyreek in the future. And that future happened a lot earlier than they thought it was going to be based off of the Devontae Adams situation. So if you've got Tyreek on your team and you're like, well, we are going to lose him next season if we don't extend him now. So we might as well get everything we can right now in hopes of being able to secure the rest of what our team's supposed to be. Why didn't they offer him that extension on a par with Devontae Adams? Or, they, or they, more? they couldn't, they can't. So I think they're looking at next year and the year afterwards as what that's going to mean against their cap. They're in a bad contract situation with Frank Clark. They've extended uh, Chris Jones. They've got, uh, they're going to have to sign long-term Orlando Brown. They've signed Travis Kelsey to a large contract as well. So they have all of these massive contracts they put everywhere. And I think what they're looking at at Tyreek Hill is saying like, this guy is great, but at some point the speed goes away from speedsters. And what we saw from this trade was one of these amazing players was eventually going to be the odd man out from a contract perspective. And apparently in their mind, Tyreek was the, the odd man out based off of how the position ages. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I disagree with it, but this is what they did. Right. And you know, you know, you know so much more than me, obviously about cap money, cap salary, cap space, dead contracts and things like that. I mean, that all that stuff goes so way above my head. And even when I, when I read it, it, it still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. To me, I'm just like, and, and with Devontae Adams, they're both, I'm like, two of the best wide receivers, wide receivers in the league. Yeah. Why don't you extend them? And, and, and maybe you're right. Maybe it's, it, it gets to a stage where, you know, I, I'm going to bring up a football analogy. We know what happened with Lionel Messi last year at Barcelona. They were like, we, li Absolutely. we literally cannot afford to keep you. So as much as we love you, like, we can't pay you anymore. So yeah. you I have mean, to To be go fair... They, they made the decision, like, like Lionel Messi, like how he's getting to the point where in the next few years, he's going to start considering not being playing anymore because of how okay. long he's been playing and how great yes. he's been throughout the period of time. Yep. But they were, they were playing chicken, signing everybody else to massive contracts and just yes. thinking, eh, we can pay the tax. And then suddenly right. they're being told, uh, this is how much you have to pay. And also, yeah. no. Yeah. And they're like, well... Uh, it, when they went out and said that we can't re-sign Messi, to me, it almost felt like, well, we wanted to sign him, but we can't. And uh, oh, Right. And, 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 and you're like, right. No, I mean, no, you did everything. You, you were looking at them in the face and saying, ha, try to stop us. Yes, and exactly. Did. And I think they thought, and finally, you. they're like, no, actually, we can't. And that they are in a lot of financial difficulty this season. I mean, yeah. they haven't been able to buy anyone, basically, so... But, yeah. Yeah. Go figure. I, you don't have Messi on your team, and fewer people want to come okay. over. Right. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm unbelievable. Anyway. But yeah, the, the, it's the thing about Tyreek Hill and the Dol Dolphins and Devontae Adams and the Raiders. It just doesn't look right. You know, when you see these players and you're like, like when Tom Brady went to Tampa or when Peyton exactly. Manning went to Denver. Exactly. Uh, but in but a way, they both you get won used Super Bowls with their new they, teams. They did, but then you Where sort of Russell get used Wilson to it. going to the Broncos. Uh, yeah, they're going to be my pick, obviously. Oh, damn just, it. just to, <laughs> oh, damn it.
I really don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I'm going to pick them just to, uh, yeah. you know, just just obviously, why not? Why not? You got to have a flyer. So. Oh, the director's <laughs> uh, yes, indeed, indeed. Oh. <laughs> Russell Wilson, we got one in. See, well, no, we did have a Seahawks reference, Baker Mayfield. We got one. Yeah, in. we did have the obligatory. We did go one in. The, yes, we did. We did, and I can uh, drink to that. So drink to that. John Schneider, just give up a fourth to go get Baker. I'll be happy, even if it doesn't work out. Then we'll get one of the two from next year, either Honestly, Stroud the, or Young. The more the more you say that, the more I actually think that might be a good move for Seattle. Like seriously, because you're right. I mean, if anyone honestly thinks Drew Locke is going to be a better answer than Baker Mayfield, even just for a year or two, then that's just you know Baker Mayfield has been a proven starting quarterback in the league. Uh, he won um, a playoff and, game and he with won the a, Browns. And not just win. I mean, he trounced the Steelers there, Archrival. Yeah. Annihilated them. He's got, he's, you know, he can play. Um, so I agree. I mean, it would be weird seeing him in a Seahawks uniform. But, you know, any anyone yeah. but Drew Locke. So. Anyone but Locke. And with that, um, I think that's the talk about all the contracts that we've got. Um, yeah. There was some unfortunate sad news that happened over the past week or so. Uh, yeah. Longtime sports broadcaster and contributor and uh, Pittsburgh native or Pittsburgh area native, but resident of the Seattle area for the lo- several past decades, John Clayton, uh, unfortunately passed away. Um, a lot of people know him as the professor. Uh, he was on a long-standing series of commercials for ESPN, and he always comes into anytime he's on camera or anytime he's on, was on his radio show uh, with a an insight, an immediate wit, and just respect for knowledge and how the game runs. And he just tells you how it is in the most respectful manner as possible. Uh, the sports world is better is worse off. The sports world is worse off without John Clayton in it. Yeah, I agree. So when I when I first um, uh, moved to New York, you know, he was he was on ESPN all the time. He was uh, just a real American football authority. Just knew, you know, his stuff, um, and I always like loved his insight into the game. I have to say, my abiding memory of him will be those ESPN adverts, and there was that classic ESPN advert where he's like. Uh, rocking, rocking out, and then he and then he kind of speaks to his mum like um, downstairs. Um, it's it's just a great advert. Um, I'd urge anyone to kind of Google it because it just um, it just speaks to his the way he can sort of make fun of himself, and, like his uh, you know laugh at himself. So um, so yeah yeah I think you know the the sports world and the, and the NFL will 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 sorely miss him. Hundred percent. And with that. My beer is empty, and in fact, my beer, I mean my coffee, because it is still very, very early. (laughs) Yeah, you don't. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's five Five o'clock somewhere. somewhere. Yes. Uh, Are there any shout-outs that you have, or are there any other uh, quick things that you want to toss in before we wrap up? Yeah, I'm going to shout out where I am. So I'm in the lovely pub called Crystal Palace, obviously, in in homage to my football team in the lovely city of Bath. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a fun time. And um, yeah, go back to go back to the states on the fifth. So uh, yeah, I'm going to shout out the Crystal Palace and had a couple of nice bitters. Nice. Yeah, went in Rome. So well, went in Bath. <laughs> went in Bath exactly, yeah. or Roman baths because there is Rome. a Roman bath 
there is a Roman bath just five minutes down the road. So. Oh, there you yeah. go. Can have some fun with that. Indeed. How about you? So I'm going to once again shout out You Drafted What, uh, the podcast that Justin, myself, and our colleague Ben uh, have started over the past several months or so. Um, they have been uh, very, very hard at work at adding a lot more guests on. Uh, we currently have, I think, like three episodes recorded to go ahead and publish over the next several weeks. Uh, but if you haven't checked it out yet, I think you're going to get a kick out of it. Lots of fun. Every single episode, we bring another guest on and we go ahead and pick a topic. We draft what we think are the best options for that topic. And at the end, we vote to see who has the best list. Uh, Biz, you were on the first episode. You can attest that this was a very fun evening. It, it, it was a very fun evening, although I'm, gonna, I'm going to, on, on live Apple podcast, make a plea to be, be on an episode soon where I can actually do a topic that I can talk about. <laughs> for the viewers out there, I was, the topic for the first one was Marvel superheroes, which for anyone that knows me knows that I know as much on that topic as I know about American football. So, um, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm going to, I'm going to implore you drafted what to bring me on and talk about something that I know about because uh, right although this fairness, wrong. What, you want to write yeah this write wrong. this wrong but someone I believe Ben picks my team to win so shout he out did. to he Ben did. too yeah you did get a first place vote out of one of us so I think I did you did get better a first than you, place vote. you yeah. you drafted your team from a completely different perspective than the rest of us and Ben respected that <laughs> uh, give That's us a true. listen to on uh on the Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts from. Um, we've been shouting out Improper Football on that one quite consistently and just recorded an, a, uh, an advertisement for us on that as well. Um, wow. Yeah, we're uh, getting That's a little great. bit more professional there uh, with everything. Nice. Else. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, if that's the case, uh, I hope that you have a safe travels, and I hope that see you back here stateside in uh, about a week or so, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, about and, six uh, days. We're going to be ramping up to the draft over the next couple of weeks. Uh, not the uh, fantasy draft, but the NFL draft. And yes, I can't wait absolutely. to get into that. Indeed, indeed. Cool. Well, I will see you in a few days, Mark. See you in a few days. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, mate.